Good morning, men. Uh, thank you for joining. Uh, those you here in person and those online, I uh, appreciate you making time and uh, I hope uh, this word will inspire you and and bring some some hope. And so my heart does go out to the Lusso family. Uh, I pray the Lord's peace and strength during this time, in particular, uh, Russell's wife, Denise. Uh, men, please keep the family in your prayers and uh, what an awesome day to celebrate uh, a life. Um, he was a regular and uh, definitely will be missed. So as far as uh, this morning's message, I was, it was inspired uh, by a vacation my family and I took to the East Coast. And gentlemen, I don't know who all has been over there, but they got trees over there. I mean, I, I think here in West Texas, we have 30, 35 foot saplings, but Gentlemen, they got some trees over there. And, and if you could go to the first slide, Brett, I wanted to uh, shoot a, uh, show a picture. This is at Mount Vernon, uh, George Washington's home. And, and, uh, that's, uh, my wife took a picture of my, uh, my daughter and me, uh, under a, uh, magnolia tree. My favorite trees are magnolia trees, and that sucker was probably 65, 70 feet tall. Never seen one that big, and I was really, really amazed. And so uh, that's kind of what we're going to talk about. And um, uh, Brett, if you could go to slide number two. And I like what Pastor Curtis is doing in, in standing for the reading of the word in respect. So if, gentlemen, if you could stand, we're going to read Psalm 1. <clears throat> Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of waters that yields its fruit in its season, and its life does not wither. And all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Let's pray real quick. Father, Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for our gathering here today. We thank you, Jesus, for the sacrifice and the victory at the grave and Holy Spirit. We invite you this morning. We invite you to our, to our minds and our hearts. Bless us with your presence in this room. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. You can go to the next slide, Brett. Um, the message this morning is called Like a Tree Planted. And it's, uh, it's probably, I think, message number three of a four-part series that I have under for uh, Psalm 1, and I want to focus on verse 3, and if you could, if whether in your Bible or in your phone app, I'd like for you to highlight or underline like a tree planted, like a tree planted. And see, I correlated this verse to my vacation to the East Coast, and a question came to my mind. If I'm like a tree planted, am I a West Texas 35-foot tree or sapling, or am I an East Coast 100, 120-foot spruce? And I think it's a, probably a good question we should all look internally and ask ourselves, because gentlemen, 
The times, <laughs> they are a-changing, as they say. While Christians in other countries are under persecution, gentlemen, the oppression against our Christian values here at home has begun as cancel culture has reared its ugly head. And I believe today, now more than ever, that men and women of God's church must take a stand like a tree planted, if you will, and stand mightily against the oppression that endangers our families and even our way of life. But may I remind you, gentlemen, brave hearts, if God is for us, and I think you can finish it, who can be against us, right? So I asked myself more questions. Why was prayer taken out of schools? Where were the mighty trees that would defend the sanctity of prayer in schools? They should have said, no, <laughs> we will pray. And I asked myself, why are we killing babies in wombs today? Where were the mighty trees that should have defended the sanctity of life and said, absolutely not? Because life begins at conception. And I asked myself, why is the divorce rate over 50%? And it's no different in a Christian home or not. And why are young people choosing not to get married today? Yet, the LGBTQ movement fought for marriage. I think I'm in bizarro world here. Where are the mighty trees that should defend the sanctity of marriage and say no Marriage is between one man and one woman in covenant with God. I'm going to read, read verse 3 again. He is like a tree planted by streams of waters that yields its fruit in its season and its leaves, leaf does not wither. Today, society, men, and begin to see a shortage of fruit and leafless trees and my heart hurts. And I could go on and on and on with today's social issues. So what's God's people to do? Well, I hope this morning, at least, by studying a simple tree, we could get a new perspective and perhaps hope. I want everyone to say, like a tree planted. Brett, if we could go to the next slide. I want to look at a tree's root system. I read up on this a little bit, and uh, I learned that a tree's root system performs many vital functions. The roots absorb and transport water and minerals and nutrients from the soil to the rest of the tree. And I thought this was interesting. In the winter, it serves as a storehouse for essential food reserves needed by the tree to produce the spring foliage. Very important that roots also serve as an anchor system to keep the tree firm in the ground to help it withstand uh, storms, winds, and even droughts. Now, I liken this root system to faith. You see, like roots that provide nutrients to the rest of the tree, faith provides an avenue of God's love, His grace, His mercy power, everything necessary for our being. And faith is vital for us to survive the winters and the droughts 
of our lives. But most importantly, it's faith that keeps us grounded and rooted when the storms do come. But let's read verse 3 a little more, uh, little more detail. Like trees planted by streams of water. Very key. I want to go to John 14 when Jesus is speaking to the woman at the well. And he says, whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. See, the water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. So to bring this home, we all have a root system. Faith, if you will. But the question is, where are you planted? Where are we planted? Are we rooted in ourselves? In other words, is our faith in our own power? Is our faith in our finances? Do we feel we get the necessary nutrients from a balance sheet or check registers or 401k statements? Is our root system so shallow that we topple over because of stress and high emotions and we succumb to addiction? Is our faith rooted in our circumstances? To me, like a tree planted by streams of water is a clear picture of a mighty man or woman of God rooted in faith in Christ, the living water. And through again, again, through this root system of faith in Christ, the Holy Spirit is nourishing us with that grace, with that power, with vision, with healing, with boldness and so much more that we need to stand and thrive in this world. And through this nourishment, when the droughts and the severe winters come, our faith has stored enough essential food in our souls that we can stand firm and grounded until the seasons are over, all the while producing fruit in season necessary to God's kingdom that keeps producing more seed. I'll ask again, where? Are you planted? <clears throat> in that article, there was an interesting statement that just blew me away when I read it about the art in the article about a true root system. It says this to avoid root disease, root disease, maintain a healthy, vigorous environment around the tree. Man, that statement speaks for itself. I wished I had more time to really look at that. But I want to quickly go to other aspects of the tree. And if we could go to slide five, Brett. <clears throat> While the roots ground and anchor the tree, the trunk contains the heartwood, which supports the tree. And it's amazing to know that how the heartwood inside the trunk uh, is, is created in this form. But man, that's a whole other spiritual teaching for another day. But as the trunk supports the tree, and it's the same as an unwavering trust in the Lord that supports you and me in our walk. See, if you notice the rings in the trunk, I see those as our growth in trust in the Lord. It's like our testimony. Romans 5, 3 through 4 says this, We rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, 
and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. See, the choice or the ability to rejoice in our sufferings means our trunk, our trust in the Lord, has grown and become stronger. And become stronger as we witness and experience our Father coming through for us time and time again, adding another circle in the trunk that is our trust in God. It is also interesting to note that any cracks or breaks in the tree's trunk can lead to disease and unwanted critters that will burrow and cause damage to the tree. In the same way, a crack or break in our full trust in the Lord can also lead to a spiritual disease. This can weaken our being. It'll allow unwanted critters to speak into our lives negatively, thus minimizing our own trust in the Lord. Now I want to challenge you, and I'll be forward to ask, what areas in life do you not trust the Lord? If we can go to the next slide, I want to discuss the limbs and the leaves. And I want to point out how the limbs are extending branches and leaves into the sky as if, it, as if in worship to God the Creator. In doing so, photosynthesis occurs in an awesome exchange of CO2 and oxygen. And it reminds me of Matt Redman's song, Your Grace Finds Me, where he sings, I'm breathing in your grace, I'm breathing out your praise. Forever, God. Forever, God. What an example of what our posture should look like in times of prayer and worship. You see, a tree never puts its limbs or leaves down, but exalts the Lord 24-7, 365, describing exactly what verse 2 says in Psalms 1, and on his law he meditates day and night. Well, as for the fruit, I'll have to save that for another time because that can go real deep, but let it be known, let this be known. God is a God of multiplication. You see, one seed in this example died to itself and produced this one tree. And the fruit shown in this example, this, the fruit does not have just one seed, but multiple seeds, multiple seeds per fruit. It's amazing. And the tree yielded its fruit in its season, as verse 3 states. Man, I wish I had more time. He is like a tree planted in streams of water, by streams of waters that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. Imagery for a mighty man and a woman of God rooted in Christ, rooted in faith in Christ. Christ only, and trusting in the Lord, weathering winters and droughts of opposition, oppression, and even persecution, bearing fruit in season, meditating day and night in worship and prayer. This video that we're going to play, if you're compelled to stand as a mighty tree, please do so. But the words are powerful and appropriate for our topic this morning. Brett.
Christ alone My hope is found And He is my light, my strength, my soul This cornerstone, this solid ground Firm through the fiercest drought and storm What heights of love, what depths of peace When fears are still, when striving cease my comforter, my all in all Here in the love of Christ I stand Ooh.
Until he returns or calls me home And here in the power of Christ I'll stand Here in the power of Christ we stand. I just feel like we need to give Christ a hand. He's like a tree planted by streams of waters that yields its fruit in its season and leaf does not wither. So, on my flight back home from vacation from Nashville, decided to watch a movie, uh, Captain America, Civil War. Everybody loves the Avengers, right? But there's a scene where the character, Sharon Carter, is speaking at her Aunt Peggy's funeral. Aunt Peggy was one of the founders of S.H.I.E.L.D., the good guys. And I want to end with the same words Sharon used to end her eulogy. And I want to tell you what Aunt Peggy once told Sharon. Compromise when you can, where you can't, don't. Even if everyone is telling you that something wrong is something right, even if the whole world, even if the whole world is telling you to move, it's your duty to plant yourself like a tree, look them in the eye and say, no, you move. Let's pray. Father, I thank you again for our time together. Father, I pray that we are rooted in Christ alone. I pray that we truly can give everything to you and have total and full, complete trust in you in every aspects of our lives. Father, I pray that we have this ability to meditate on your word day and night. May we truly have the strength to lift our hands in worship and in prayer. What an awesome example of a simple tree is your creation. I pray, God, that you can truly stand and defend your word. In Jesus' name, amen.